As dust soon turns the sky a nice shade of orange, I start to see the dark, luminous clouds rolling in from the west. They're slowly coming above my house, and with it, I hear a thunderous roar from something coming from the sky. It's coming, and as the rain starts to drop down and the sky darkens, the world around me seems to go dark. And as night sets in, the beauty of living on the edge of a city takes hold as lightning strikes a mere kilometers from my house, lighting up the sky and showing me the awesome power of electricity. And that's because the world is playing with lightning, and so is the Ford Motor Company. Autoworks.net Autopod, streaming day or night, coming right at you, right here, right now. Welcome back to the Autolux Podcast. I am your host, as always, the doctor to the automotive industry, Mr. Everett J. himself, coming to you from our host site, podbeam.com, and over at www.autolux.net, big or small, we have them all, corporate sites from around the world, and all of our exclusive podcasts, online videos, and children's books. Stop by autolux.net for all your information. This week, we're taking a look at lightning. Yes, Ford is again playing with lightning and like i said in the intro it lights up the sky i live at the edge of a city on the verge of darkness i can see stars above my head and when lightning strikes it lights up the sky around me it is nothing like most people in cities will ever see and my wife was freaked out the first time she ever saw it because she had only ever lived in a city she didn't know that when lightning strikes when you're in the bush in the dark it is way better to look at and that is what ford is trying to do with their jump into the ev marketplace they're trying to bring back that nostalgia appeal of that go fast ford f-150 lightning from the 90s and early 2000s and bring it into today with the charge from ev trucks like rivian lordstown and tesla companies such as ford general motors and even dodge now are looking into EV trucks. Yes, electric trucks. This fall, we've seen the release of Ford's brand new F-150 Lightning, a very fitting name to go with an electric truck. Considering the fact that there's an electric car company from Great Britain called Lightning Motor Company. Hell, there's a car company out there called Lightyear. It is something that is seen with electric vehicles, and even Rymac used it in his promotional video for the C2. Electricity is what we all know, and what we all take to breath when it comes to electric vehicles. Ford, again, is playing with lightning just like they did back in 1993 with the introduction of the very first svt lightning f-150 back then it was built off of the current f-150 platform single cap long box built to compete with the chevrolet's 454 ss pickup truck and how chevy entered the world into the GMC S10 Cyclone midsize super truck. Yes, Ford wanted some of that action that Chevrolet was looking into. They were looking into the aftermarket industry for trucks, something that nobody was looking at. Chrysler was busy adding Shelby versions to the Omni, the Daytona, the Dakota. Oh wait, the Dakota. But theirs wasn't a power brand. But Ford wanted into this. Ford wanted into the brand. They wanted into the segment that had fast trucks. And taking a page from Acura and their NSX, they brought upon Mr. Sir Jackie Stewart of Formula One fame to fine tune the handling of their F-150 Lightning. Now extensive improvements were made to the front and rear suspension and the frame. Thicker rails from a F-250 were installed to create a more rigid truck to handle the power that came with the increased 5.8 liter 240 horsepower Windsor 
V8. They dropped underneath the hood. It came with bucket seat, 17-inch aluminum rims, and blacked-out appearance in its first form. The first one used a heavy-duty E40D four-speed automatic from an F350. This allowed it to compete better with the other performance trucks on the road and produces a standard single cab short box layout with slower acceleration to the GMC Cyclone unfortunately but that was a mid-sized truck so it already had better weight. It retained its towing and payload capacity from the standard F-150 and sold from 1993 to 1995 and was withdrawn as work began on the 1997 F-150. That horrible horrible F-150 that everyone remembers. Remember the 1997 Ford F-150? It's the girl F-150. Great for the Lightning bad for farmers. My grandfather was a Ford man his whole life. Whole life! Until the late 90s when Ford brought out that nice curved slant front of the F-150s. He made a change to General Motors and never looked back. He hated the design and he was a Ford man through and through. Ford trucks, Ford cars. Second he made the switch over to General Motors that was it. GM's all the way. Arriving in 1999 after a three-year hiatus Ford returned the SVT Lightning with their new girlish looking F-150. It was produced with a sidestep six and a half foot box single cab rear wheel drive layout its payload was reduced on this truck to 800 pounds less than the existing ranger of that time this was later increased to 1350 pounds in 2003 ford dropped the weight because they didn't want people to put a ton of weight in the back of the truck and destroy it as they were taking off with all that power utilize a stock f-150 frame unlike the hybrid f-150 f-250 frame used on the first generation the stock short long arm front suspension configuration was used. This was lowered one inch by 31 millimeters with a stabilizer bar. The rear solid axle was lowered by two inches compared to the standard F-150. And the power this time came from a 5.4 liter Triton single overhead cam V8 equipped with an Eaton supercharger. With the 99 to 2000 models having 360 horsepower 440 feet pound of torque changing in 2001 to its end in 2004 it had 380 horsepower 400 50 pound-feet of torque paired with a four-speed automatic transmission like crap more than just black was used for this generation as red black white silver blue were offered even a weird ocean blue was offered and this model was produced in Oakville Ontario truck facility by SBT operations Oakville Ontario is built in my home province the fastest f-150 fastest up until now this plant was shut down in 2004 after the decision to not continue the lightning in 2005 Ford saw the introduction of its new body style for the F-150 and a new Lightning concept was released. It was well received, but the new model looked like it would be released. Due to the global financial crisis setting in and a new aftermarket crowd coming in, their eyes soon changed to the SVT Raptor for 2010. The Lightning was second to the party and second for speed as Dodge in the early 2000s released their SRT-10 Dodge Viper powered Ram 1500. Came in both single cab and quad cab and set the fastest truck speed of all time. Chevrolet the 454SS was the only one they had in the 90s. In the early 2000s when the SBT Lightning was blowing up upon the scenes, due in part also the Fast and Furious franchise, Chevrolet wanted to get back into it. Chevrolet released the silver 
Silverado SS, which was nothing more than a Corvette engine with a little bit of added power. Nothing super big. It wasn't that great. Dodge took the reins and became the super truck god of the automotive world. And to this day, the SRT10 Ram 1500 is still the fastest truck by one of the big three. But unfortunately, Ram didn't have one thing that Ford had, a strong following. And the Lightning became the best-selling full-size sport truck of that time. The Raptor today is the closest thing you can ever find to one of these trucks. There are no sport trucks. And even with the Lightning out there, they decided to do the Explorer Sport Track Adrenaline concept to try and draw more interest for the sport truck market. But unfortunately, as places around the world were starting to crack down on street racing, thanks in part to, you know, street racing going big and new movies promoting it, a crackdown was made. And Ford saw the light at the end of the tunnel with the Raptor. Quickly added some Mopar accessories and created the Ram Runner to go up against it. Never being a production truck until the brand new Ram 1500 TRX came out in 2021. Ford has been going it alone. Chevrolet has had help from Lingenfelter with the Reaper, but unfortunately that has never taken off. The Ram Runner was the closest thing ever to the Raptor. Now for 2022 model year, Ford is utilizing the Speed Demon name for its all new version of the F-150, a plug-in electric F-150. Ford utilized help from Rivian Motor Company to help build their electric trucks. And unless Rivian gets their ass in gear, Ford could beat them to market for an electric truck. The company that pioneered electric trucks, Rivian, could lose out to somebody that they helped, which is unfortunate. But if you really want to look back at electric trucks, there have been a lot over the time. Workhorses developed one. You got Lordstown, Tesla. Hell, even in Canada, we had our own little company that spawned in Waterloo, Ontario called Havilar. It wasn't the world's greatest looking truck, but it was a purebred electric pickup truck. And had it have come out in the timeline that they had given, it would be on sale now, and the Canadians would have beaten the Americas to the truck race. But unfortunately, due to no interest within the automotive scene in the Canadian environment, that vehicle never came out. Let's hope companies like Daymark, and even that new company, Canadian Maple, can push this through for us. We'll just have to wait and see. Now, this will be the first fully electric truck to make ways from a major automaker, beating both General Motors and their Hummer EV to production and Ram's new 1500 electric which we still haven't even seen and there are rumors that the brand new Ram electric truck could be the re-release of the Dakota could help them out considering the fact that Ford now has the Maverick the Ranger and the F-150 which goes all the way up to the F-350 Ford is covering every truck dynamic except for the subcompact CUT marketplace in North America which could be where a Ford Courier could sit I don't know someday but with the electric truck it will be made at one of the most iconic ford production facilities in the world ford's famous river rouge complex yes that massive industrialized site that henry ford himself looked over its construction this was the plant that was going to make ford the biggest automaker of the time and henry ford had his sights on being the biggest and having the biggest in the world and that's where this brand new f-150 lightning is going to be made get out of the lightning the F-150 is Ford's bread and butter. Yes, it is what makes money for the company. Everybody thinks, well, the Mustang's a halo car because it is the product that drives everybody in. 
they all want a Mustang, right? Unfortunately, the F-150 is their bread and butter. Every car company has one, and for Ford, the F-150 is it. So, a lot is being put onto the table with this Lightning by utilizing their biggest foray into the industrialization of the automobile. The plant that built that industrialized world, Ford's betting the barn on an electric F-150 to rise them from the ashes of the ICE generation. As the Ford F-150 is the new Model T, and the Lightning might just be the next thing. And with great power abilities, the new Lightning could become the fastest F-150. Gotta remember, electric vehicles can accelerate and outperform most internal combustion engine vehicles. Look at the Tesla Roadster, the original Roadster, and how well it did. Hell, even look at the Model S now. Its performance numbers compared to internal combustion engine counterparts, it beats them. So the new F-150 Lightning might become the fastest Lightning in history. But by using this powerful name for a brand new EV, are they destroying the image of the past? Similar to how they have ruined the Mustang and Mach names with the brand new Mach-E, is Ford pushing the envelope by utilizing old power brands for their new electric brands. This would be in similar taste to Chevrolet bringing back a Z28 Camaro as the electric counterpart, or Dodge bringing back the Demon as their new electric challenger. Can the future and can these companies surpass this monumental decision of utilizing a once powerful brand name and bring it into today? Now, the product has been gone since 2004, so an entire generation doesn't even remember this truck at all, similar to the Mach's. But if you're a Mustang fan, even if your dad owned one, everybody knows about the Mach 1. Come on, Eleanor, we all remember gone in 60 seconds. So, can this affect the future of Ford vehicles if the EV world doesn't take off like it's supposed to? Should they have utilized these names more for a fuel cell product for the future? Or is it good that it's on electric? Or will it counterbalance? Will they use it for both fuel cell and electric? Will it just change its power plants? Future is in your hands, Ford. Can the Lightning name weather the storm of the EV capitalization that is going on right now? Can it show us that it's still just as fast as it once was? Only time will tell. So in the end, Ford may have lost the battle for the fastest internal combustion engine truck, but they may soon start the role in becoming the fastest electric truck in the world. We just hope that they bring back the original Lightning brand and make a two-door short box electric version of this truck. Give us the aftermarket Lightning we want. Myself, personally, if they want to go electric, whatever. It's your names. You can do whatever you want with them. Dodge destroyed the Dart name. Hey, Ford, you might as well do it to the Lightning brand. But if you're going to do it, can you please give us electric version of the brand new Ford F-150 Lightning with a short box sidestep lower? We don't care if it's got the same power. We just care if it looks like a performance truck. You bring back the days of performance. Because there are people out there. Trust me, if I was looking for an electric truck to go back and forth to work and occasionally pick stuff up in town, I would consider getting a short box sidestep. It would be my truck to go back and forth to work. I could just plug it in and I'm great. But unfortunately, Ford's only releasing their standard quad cab and a pro series to go after journeymen and tradesmen. So why not give us our performance truck? This is a hint for the future, Ford. Be the first to the game with your F-150 and be the first to the game with your performance version of an electric truck. And just like Chrysler did with the minivan in the 80s, you too can seal the deal and take the day. So for myself and our looks, we thank you for listening. And if you like this podcast, please share, like, or comment on one of your many social feeds or just stop by our website and share that with some of your friends and tell them about our corporate links website page. If they're looking for information from any of the car companies from around the world and links to their websites, it's on autolux.net. Inclusive there, we do have a rated section underneath the home tab at the top and it's drop down 
menu, which will allow you to rate vehicles from around the world. On top of that, we have kids books, music videos inspired by cars, and our famous end of the year ratings page. Ratings from cars all around the world. On average, Autolux rates nearly 500 models from around the world in our end of the year rating to see who comes out as the number one automotive design of the year. And along the way, we point out a few copycats and give you the list of the worst designs. So until January, sit back and read some of the articles about some of the new products. And from all of us at Autolux.net, strap yourself in for one fun wild ride as this storm rages on.